four ordinary guys with extraordinary ideas for Disney parks. This is Main Street Musings. The experimental podcast of tomorrow. That's right. Welcome to Main Street Musings, the experimental podcast of tomorrow. I'm Brock, and joining me as always, the man who puts the glad in gladiator, it's Tanner. How's it going? And he rules the underworld. That's right, it's Eric. Hey! And at least out loud, he won't say he's in love. That is Jake. Hey there, hi there, ho there. He's literally the only one who's proclaimed to the world legally that he loves his partner. Yeah, that's... <laughs> like, literally was, the only one of the four of us. As the officiant, it was pulling teeth to get him to no, say I that. No, I was at the <laughs> ceremony. That's true. Having also been at the ceremony, it was mostly thanks for letting me buy guitars. Yeah, that was... <laughs> that was really all I proclaimed, let's be honest. Jake was mad at me for that intro, but I gave him literally my favorite Disney song. <laughs> it is a good one. Underrated. Yeah. It is a banger. I think the Hercules soundtrack as a whole is extremely underrated. Agreed. And that even goes with people talking about how great it is. It's still underrated. <laughs> yeah, <totally. laughs> so in case you good. haven't put together by all this talk of Hercules, uh, that's right. This episode we are doing Hercules or attractions based on Hercules. How you Honey, guys I think about you it? mean Hunkules. It's a, it's my favorite Disney movie. It's probably within my top five all-time favorite movies. Agreed. I'm very excited about it. Yeah. I, I completely agree with Eric. This is also my favorite Disney movie of all time. It has, like, this weird layer of pressure, though, right? Because, like, we all idolize Hercules as this like iconic institution and now we have to come up with an attraction for it and I'm just like I don't I want to do it justice oh yeah yeah that's definitely exactly. the thing and the weird dichotomy that while we all love this movie so much there is no major representation of it in the parks right now because yeah, I know I think Disney views it as a flop I probably was financially I don't have the numbers in front of me but I I think at the time of release compared to the big things that came out around, but I think it's definitely gained traction in at least this generation. Everyone who I talk to and say Hercules has the most underrated soundtrack of all definitely agrees with that statement. Yeah. Yeah. This is like, I'm not like big into like reaching into the past to pull out nuggets for new content, but Hercules is one of those things that needs to be put in the parks. It needs to be put on Broadway it needs to get its due finally now that we appreciate yes. it all. I agree yes. with the Broadway thing, and on a personal note, I have always wanted them to turn it into a musical so I could play Phil. <laughs> <laughs> you do look like him. Thank you. Yeah, you do give me Phil vibes. Thank yeah. you. I'm going to choose to take that all as compliments. It's okay. See, I would love to see Eric as Phil, too. <laughs> so for longtime fans of the podcast, this means that Brock has currently put himself up for the roles of LeFou and Phil, just to give you an idea of where Brock views himself in the world. <laughs> so wait, Yeah, Brock has compared himself to LeFou, Phil, and then recently also um, Experiment 625. So, <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All short, chubby, <laughs> uh, <laughs> lazy... <laughs> <laughs> Either fools or has-beens. Haven't, haven't reached their full potential. 
<laughs> I know what I am. <laughs> so it's okay, but some might say washed up at the right. <laughs> <laughs> and also, only one of them is lazy. So there. But it happens to be the one that you relate to the most, admittedly. <laughs> hey, shut up. <laughs> really, the only taint on Hercules' uh, otherwise stellar resume is the fact that James Woods turned out to be kind of an asshole. Which is such a bummer because he's so good in that role. He's so good. Yeah. He's so good. Yeah, he, 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 he made that movie. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's it's amazing. Hades is, is one of my favorite Disney characters. And Pain and Panic. Yes. The whole antagonist suite of that movie is just killer. Yes. I mean, we've also kind of already given some tribute to just like the design of the characters in that movie being so iconic in our resort episode because it stuck out so much with us that we wanted to lean into it for Brock's pitch for a Greek yeah. Santorini themed hotel and resort. Yeah. Also, if you haven't listened to our resorts episode, go ahead and do that. Tell your friends. <laughs> Lots of key information in there that you'll want to keep track of. So bring a notebook. <laughs> yeah. We, we, we really dive into a lot of important details that uh, you'll want to be able to refer to later. All right. So we are on Hercules today. We ready to, we ready to get going, boys? I think so. Yes, I think we've built it up enough in all of our minds so that <laughs> right. we're ready to go now. Yeah. That we're really, really psyched out. Yeah. None of us could possibly be disappointed by today. Yeah. None of us can also possibly fully feel like we've reached the bar that we've set in our <laughs> yeah. own minds. No, not at all. Not even close. But we're going to try. It's the part where we make a pitch. Starting off today, we will have Mr. Brock. All righty, gang. So we have talked in the past about my love of dinner theater. And I'd like to bring the Hercules property to dinner theater in the parks. Um, now, specifically, I am talking about the characters from the film The Muses. Uh, they, they were one of the most brilliant creative choices in the film, having a Greek chorus uh, narrate the film that was essentially like a 60s-style girl group, Motown-esque. It's ingenious. Um, but I was thinking... Picture a temple on top of a hill, and it looks far away. It probably is actually just small. But you go into this, like, hallway tunnel in the hill, and you come out and through tricks of hallways and things, as Disney is wont to do, you end up inside of a temple at night, looking out at the stars, much like the Mexico Pavilion. As you eat your courses of Greek food, um, the muses come out and they tell the story of the film through song and dance and audience participation. Uh, they'll get members of the audience to play Hercules, to play Hades, and they'll sing and they'll dance and they'll do a lot of fun, sticky stuff. They'll do lotsies, they'll do scenes, they'll do lots of really fun stuff throughout the meal. So I was thinking it would be a great Greek restaurant and a brilliant way to get that amazing music from the film into an experience. It'd be a great addition to your resort, too. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. <laughs> that would be the perfect spot for it. Yeah. To be at that resort. All right, who's next? It's me. 
So my pitch for the day is going to be a Trials of Hercules dark ride slash roller coaster. We would start off at a queue line that is built like Mount Olympus, and the line would go up, probably stay in in the in the mountain, and then we would get on our um, cloud or Pegasus based ride vehicles and be taken up into an elevator, kind of like uh, Tower of Terror. And in that Tower of Terror-esque sequence, we would start off inside, still inside the building, and projection map or animatronic, the beginnings of the Trials of Hercules. And you would go through effectively a dark ride that Phil's leading you through, um, maybe simulate jumping on those pillars or working out, all those things. Um, And then the Hydra breaks through. And that's when we open up from inside of the Olympus building, the dark ride section, and then the roller coaster will drop through and weave us through the battle with the Hydra. And then we finally kill the Hydra and we enter back and that takes us back to the beginning of the ride. That is my Hercules pitch. Nice. I love that. Awesome. Yeah. Could be fun. Um, next up, we have Mr. Jake. All right. So, actually, Eric, your pitch sounded very similar to mine. <laughs> you Basically, the one last hope scene in Hercules, where Phil is singing, You're My One Last Hope, and it's where he's training. Uh, but I had envisioned that we are going to visit Phil. Hercules already exists as Hercules, and we go to see Phil because we want to be trained to be as strong and as powerful as the mighty Hercules. So we go to see Phil, and we board our chariot. And we begin going through like the training and um, I was thinking it's kind of going to be a trackless ride with some interactive elements, almost like uh, Buzz Lightyear or Toy Story Midway Mania. So you go through some of the basic training. Maybe there's archery, maybe there's like sword play, some of the stuff like that. Um, But then it all goes wrong. The Titans have broken free and are attacking and Hercules needs our help. Even though we're not done with training, he needs us now. So the ride kind of takes a left turn and the training stops and feels like, I guess you're going to have to be ready. And then we have to go help Hercules fight the Titans. And that could give us some cool opportunities to see there's the, the frost guy, there's the volcano guy, the tornado guy, the earth guy, um, so that we could play with temperatures and visual effects and all kinds of crazy things. Also the Cyclops. Yeah, and the Cyclops, all set to the amazing soundtrack. And yes, that is my brief pitch. First thing, get out of my head. (laughs) (laughs) I know we've talked about this before, but for those uh, who listen to us, we don't like super talk about our pitches beforehand. No. We have them in a Google Drive. We try to keep it fresh for when we come and record. So when things like this happen, we're like, wow, we have effectively the same very cool idea. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I hope neither of you win. (laughs) (laughs) Do another dinner theater episode. Uh, (laughs) Tanner, what do you got, bro? All right, so my ride is basically we're going to be facing off with the Titans in a... (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) So Brock and I, though, are kind of on the same page with a lot of things. Uh, I'm glad he mentioned in the opening intro that I Won't Say I'm In Love is one of the greatest Disney songs of all time. My absolute favorite. I'm completely on board with that. I think it might be mine as well. 
my idea was also to use the muses as kind of narrators on a guided boat ride journey, telling the new Greek legend of the story of how Hercules and Meg fell in love. Mm. I wanted to tell that story. It's called the tunnel of, I won't say I'm in love. And it goes through (laughs) from their first meeting uh, where Hercules fights Nessus uh, trying to protect Meg and goes through all of the iconic moments from the film that they're involved in. All backed by the song, I Won't Say I'm In Love, broken up into different parts with special comedic narrations by the muses. We would add some more like drop parts in. One thing that I wanted to add was a drop into the underworld where we see Hercules making the sacrifice to save Meg's life, where we can do some cool projection mapping on the water is why I want this to be a water ride. So we can turn that kind of into like the river of souls all around us as we're riding through. Oh, that would be cool. Uh, so we'll see that with a hopefully new backed by a new instrumental version of the song by Alan Menken uh, that gives us a little bit more of a spooky underworld underworld view of like the song going through. And then we can finally rise back up to when they decide to be to, Hercules decides to stay on Earth with her. And that's my ride. That's awesome. Nice. I appreciate that you're giving us a literal tunnel of love. The ride famously designed around teens just making out. <laughs> Disney needs more rides for teens to make out in. Agreed. <laughs> and if you said it to I can go the distance, it just sends the wrong message. <laughs> but I think it's a nice, beautiful dark ride that can have room for some thrills in it. Yeah, I think it's cool. Yeah. It's not just for horny teens, but it's also for them. <laughs> yeah, but it's like not not for horny teens either. <laughs> I got you. Nudge nudge wink wink. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Solid pitches today, yeah. boys. I like them. Yeah, for sure. You ready for some QA? Yeah, let's do it. It's the part where we do QA. So, I have a question for Tanner. Yes. Uh, we're talking water ride. Is this like a attract log flume style water ride, or are we river rafting, or what are we doing? It's like a boat ride similar to your pirates type of rides. Your before it was frozen, Maelstrom type of sure. vehicle is what I'm picturing. Tracked boat with uh, the ability to have like some big drops and turns and stuff, because you still want it to be exciting. More exciting than probably a normal, like, tunnel of love (laughs) would be. So it's going to be right. That's just, like, our end to the story. I wanted to tell the story of Hercules in a dark ride, but not do it in just, like, a what uh, Tony Baxter would call a book report way, where you're telling the story beat for beat as it goes through. So my end to that was telling it through the muses, telling this legend and filling in some blanks for us. Gotcha. Well, really, I mean, it's all on the teens to make that ride as exciting as possible. (laughs) My ride is not just a horny teen ride. Don't you do this to me, Eric. (laughs) Tanner supports horny teens. I put so much thought into this. I will ride over to your house on my bike if I have to and murder you if the legacy of it is just horny teens. (laughs) It's a very cool idea. I'm just saying 15-year-old me is excited about riding it. That's all that's all I'm saying. 15-year-old you would ride it alone. <laughs> no, that hurts. <laughs> the truth hurts. I just picture 15-year-old Eric, a beard down to his feet. <laughs> <laughs> 
Standing outside Tunnel of Love, hoping to find a girl before he goes in. <laughs> Who's on vacation with her family. Maybe one of them will choose to leave their family vacation and be like, Mom, you don't understand. There's something special between us. We need to ride the Tunnel of Love together. See, and that sounds like a Disney movie. <laughs> Mom, you don't understand. I just met him, but I love him. It's the only place in the world where it could happen. I only ever attempted to hit on one person in my teenage years at Disneyland, and it did not work. Because she was, in fact, with her family, yes. And she's like... <laughs> Who are we? No. I was like, okay. <laughs> I was afraid you were going to say because she was working. <laughs> yeah, she had to take off the goofy mask and be like, no, you can't. What are you doing? <laughs> Any other questions about our rides today? Uh, yeah, I've got a question for Eric. Yeah. Um, the way you described it is the is the section with the Hydra outdoors? Yeah. So we go indoors to outdoors. Awesome. So we've got like an enormous Hydra animatronic yeah. system. That's yeah. cool. That's really cool. I do have a question for Brock. Yes. Do you have a location in mind for your Muse's restaurant? Okay. So a couple different ideas. Uh, obviously, my fictional resort would be the perfect. If that weren't happening, a fictional new land at Epcot, uh, a new world, in the, a new country in the world showcase of Greece. Uh, <laughs> but if that doesn't happen, I suppose it really you could fit it in a lot of different places. It has enough elements of, you know, fantasy where it could be in fantasy land. That was my first thought. Yeah. And California Adventure has really not any cohesive theming anymore, so you could just stick it there. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yeah, Hollywood Studios <laughs> also is like, you saw it in a movie once, come see it here, which is... Also, really, no cohesive theming, so heck, you could just put it in Hollywood Studios. So, you know, it's one of those things that could go anywhere. Yeah, I was just wondering yeah. if you had anything in mind. Obviously, the resort would be perfect. Yeah. Also, in some sort of new gate that's just Hercules-themed, which I think all of us would be excited about. <laughs> yeah, just an entire Hercules land. Other questions? I guess, does anyone else have an idea on where theirs would be right now i'm picturing mine as a fantasy land attraction okay yeah i had i had kind of thought that for mine as well would be fantasy land cool does anyone ready to vote it would seem that way it's the part where we vote Okay, well, I'm going to have to vote for a ride that was strangely familiar and exciting to me. So I will be voting for Eric's ride. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Spiritual ride, buddies. Oh, yeah. Tanner. I think I am going to have to vote for the Muses Dinner Theater. I think that's a fun idea. Thanks. But I'd like to talk about some more. Barack. This is a really difficult choice. Um, I'm having a really hard time because we've got two rides that are similar but both really cool, and then another ride that is dissimilar but also 
super cool. Um, I think I am going to have to vote for Tanner because it's such an interesting concept, and it's, again, my favorite Disney song. Huh. Do it. Do it, Eric. (laughs) If there was an episode for it, this would be the one. Yeah, honestly, (laughs) before any of the voting started, I'm like, I'm going to vote for Jake. So, yeah, I vote for Jake, and now we need to figure out how this works, because this has never happened to us. (laughs) I win all ties. (laughs) I will say that two of these ideas are similar enough where I feel like ideas from both of them would bleed into each other anyway. So what if we kind of did a just a take on that idea in general, the the one that Eric and Jake were pitching, and we kind of find a way, find the happy medium between them. I was going to suggest the same thing as Brock, just because okay. we've never done a four <laughs> four vote tie before. <laughs> uh, I I was going to say let's maybe land on the idea. That works for me. For our listeners at home, we have nothing in our bylaws that state exactly what happens when we have a four-way tie. So yeah. we're just going to uniquely it because it is a situation where both of you pitched almost the same ride. Yeah, <laughs> which gave us an opportunity to vote for something that we really wanted to. Yeah. Congratulations, Shake. Thanks, Eric. You too. Thanks, buddy. So I think the first step for this is figuring out how exactly to combine these two rides in terms of a story. Yeah, so let's take a look at the similarities. We both have the training with Phil, and we both have that being interrupted by a big fight. I like the idea of both of them. I like the Hydra. I like the Titans. When it comes to the fight, I think... The Titans are doing a little bit more for me because I like that 4D ability of the fire and ice. Uh, I don't know. Tanner, how do you feel about that? I agree. I was going to say my ideal, I think, combination of this, and you guys feel free to interrupt, is I really like Eric's roller coaster mechanic of a drop into chaos after like a dark ride section. And into this fight, I think, with where we're incorporating some screen elements and some 4D technology with the different elementals would be a really exciting way to kind of also incorporate. If you're on a roller coaster moving quickly through this, you're in a room where it's really hot, then you're in a room where it's really cold and what and like all of these different Mm -hmm. things. I think that's a fun like medium of like my favorite parts of what got me excited about both of your pitches. Agreed. One of the things I'll jump in. I think Jake's works. Jake's narrative works better in general too, in terms of like an audience going through it. I think Hercules is Hercules. We are training to become Hercules. Functions better. I think that's a good idea. I think it would also be good while you're involved in the training with Phil. Maybe if Hercules was like cheering you on or like helping in some way, just to get some more of the characters involved in that yeah so i think we, we should do jake's pitch with a roller coaster segment <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think let's use jake's plot line and then i like your ride mechanics a lot so we're we're talking like dark ride into roller coaster that's awesome one of the things i did like from jake's with the with the roller coaster at the end in mind is it possible to continue on doing something like the like the space ranger style arcade thing um at the beginning well, so with a traditional roller coaster that you can't really start and stop, 
Um, I think you could probably have some speed adjustment, though, that could work. Well, well the, we ha- the Hagrid's, Hagrid's. Yep. <laughs> the Hagrid roller coaster in Universal is entirely built on the premise of a roller coaster that does start and stop. That's new technology that's oh. picking up in a lot of places. And I know Disney has been, there have been rumors of Disney using that for one of the Marvel attractions. I can't remember which one. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, multi-launch coasters allow them to stop for like show scenes and whatnot. So you could theoretically still do that, I think, on a okay. roller coaster. Yeah. So then, yeah, that would work. Cool. I will say the uh, the shooting, I really love that. I like gamifying rides, and I think that's yeah. really cool. But uh, I'm just curious as to what exactly that would be would it be like a bow and arrow where you like pull a drawstring would it be a i had kind of envisioned a bow and arrow maybe not with an actual for safety measures maybe not with an actual drawstring but maybe it's just the bow and you hold it up and you have to like do the motion of pulling it back mm-hmm. yeah i feel like it would have to be a bow and arrow not like a real gun mm-hmm. and i had envisioned like the ride vehicle would kind of look like a chariot and you'd have like two people in it but yeah, no, I think it'd be fun, to, especially with something themed towards the trials of Hercules, to find a way during this dark ride section to arcadify it, to game it, to give somebody, like the people that are riding, a chance to, you know, score points, test their metal against, you know, other other people that are doing it. I, that's one of the really fun things about like the Buzz Lightyear or the Men in Black attraction is just, you know, there's this, this minor competitive element to it. You can still have fun, and if you're good at it, you can be like, ha I beat you. Right. Which is something that I like doing most of the time in my everyday life. So yeah. I think that'd be a cool way to do it. If we could create, like, a sheath built into the ride train, like the thing that we're on, mm-hmm. so that we can harness whatever this bow and arrow is before the, like, the roller coaster happens i think that seems like a fair solution yeah i agree so what are we so what are what are the trials of hercules that we go through before we hit the roller coaster so i think we can do some of the stuff from the movie where we're shooting targets and stuff but i also think it would be fun and we kind of get a bit of it during the zero to hero montage where it's the actual like trials that hercules did in mythology where he's fighting the nemean lion and he's doing some of that stuff so just like they would be like show scenes with like monsters we would shoot at but it could be ah it's the lion ah it's the the weird pig with tentacles uh just some of those things yeah there is an argument to be made that it is logistically easier to keep the ride vehicle stationary during the arcade section before it goes to the um roller coaster if we're making it like a full arcade section but i would I want to be moving around like you are in Buzz Lightyear. Mm-hmm. That would be ideal. I, I agree with you there. Jake, so we've kind of discussed a lot of the beginning of the ride. Uh, how, pick, walk us through like what you were picturing for the Titans and maybe how that could change considering the possibility of this being a multi-launch coaster. So I had kind of envisioned, originally it was you know a trackless ride, so I was kind of thinking each Titan would kind of have its own room that we went into. 
like a big massive room where you have to deal with each titan so maybe first we deal with the frost titan so you go into a room and it's all it's like cold and there's snow and it looks like a complete winter scene and if it's screens i was thinking kind of like the new uh, minion mickey runaway railroad you could have him towering over us and maybe you know hercules is there like shouting instructions at us you know of how to defeat him okay shoot him here now do this or you know he's giving us the instructions of how to defeat him and the chariots are all kind of moving around and pointing at him you can kind of like work as a team while hercules shouts commands to take this titan down and then it's like okay great now we got to go take out this guy and then you go to the next room and it's the lava guy and everything's really hot and red and and i had kind of pictured this for each one and with the uh the ground uh, or the earth titan maybe you go in there and it's like everything's shaking because he's like an earthquake and he's like stomping around and the buildings are crumbling around you while you're attempting to fight this guy i think this works we could be on like one of those flying chariots that the god uses that we see in the movie to make it more of a roller coaster we could still do the the multiple rooms one for each god and since it's a multi-launch you would do a roller coaster bit flying around and then you'd end up there you could see them there'd be targets of places you have to shoot which can keep that gamified element because it's weird if you start the ride that way and then just ignore (laughs) it halfway through right so that would keep that. And then I think defeating the Titans individually would be fun. Now, I have a thought. What if the wind guy is the reason you keep getting sent on all these, like, swirling roller coaster flying through the air bits? So he's, like, blowing you off track, and he's the final Titan you defeat. Well, yeah, so I was thinking he would be last, and it would be, like, if you went into his room, it would be really windy. And then, yeah, that would be a great opportunity for a lot of motion, uh, which I had just been thinking, like, spinning and stuff. But in a roller coaster, yeah, you could be all over the place. And in the movie, that's how Hercules defeats the Titans, is he grabs the wind guy, sucks up the other guys, and then swings him around, which could be a motion. Maybe people have to help Hercules swing around and actually do that motion with their hands and then throw him out them out into the cosmos. That's fun. I think that's great. Yeah, I think that's a blast. I would like to talk about each of the Titans and how we defeat them. I thought yeah. for the lava guy, it could be fun if, because we're like shooting, if there was like a dam that we could shoot and it would burst open and the water would like extinguish Ooh, him. Ooh, that'd be fun. Oh, and that'd be so fun. And then right before you go into the launch, there's a big like puff of like that fog and stuff just right yeah. on both yeah, sides like, of you like as steam. it like. Yeah, and just then you shoot back off into the new room. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah. you could also get some, like, water effects, which are always fun in rides. Yeah. Get a bit yes. of a, a Catastrophe Canyon big water <laughs> splash. I think that's, yeah, no, that's perfect for him. So how so we move on from the fire guy to the ice titan, correct? Well, yeah, we can just talk about the ice titan. How, do, how yeah, are we envisioning? we can do it in any order. The only one I thought should be last was the... Uh, the tornado guy and i was I thinking agree. i don't know that we need to include the cyclops i think he can be yeah. first and we just shoot him in the eye inside yeah inside like the he can be the thing that breaks the yeah for, so we go from the trials right and then the cyclops show up and feels like oh not this again and then so we fight off the cyclops or hercules holds him back and he's like go fight the other titans and yeah. then we drop into the roller coaster and then end up in, like, the fire guy's room, right? I'm not going right. to lie. I really want the opportunity to shoot that guy in the eye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, that should be part of it. Yeah, shoot him in the eye and then we'll go. 
Brock specifically. Shoot him in the eye, please. <laughs> yeah. Brock, thank you for coming. I need you specifically to shoot him in the eye. And then at the end of the ride, he'll take me aside and say, you did a good job, Brock. That's what <laughs> yeah. I want. That's going to be that next level shit, though, right? Like, you're going to come in and you're going to give them, like, information about yourself. And they will tailor your ride experience to you personally. That's going to be wild. Brock, I know you've struggled with intimacy in the past. <laughs> yeah. Like on the old E.T. ride where he thanks you as you're leaving. <laughs> Thank you, Brock. I really can't wait for Hercules at the end of the ride to say, Tanner, it's not your fault your parents got divorced. There was nothing you could do. They still love you. And then give me a hug from animatronic Hercules. But he feels warm. <laughs> I I can't wait for this. <laughs> like, you're right, Eric. Personal information. Also, our social yep. security numbers. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like, Disney doesn't have those already. So, when we are in the ice Titan's room, presumably an ice cavern of sorts. There's Mm -hmm. the obvious we're breaking, you know, breaking the ice to make him fall down. There is room for more interactive things. So what are you guys thinking? What if the arrows that we're shooting are like flaming arrows? Okay. Yeah. That could be like a power imbued by fighting the lava guy before, like, or whatever. Like we dip the arrows in fire or something. That could be fun. Yeah. Yeah, like oh no, the fire video game you're leveling up each time, right? Yeah. Yeah. And as long as Hercules is like, oh no, the fire got on our arrows. (laughs) 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 Yeah, that would work. And then he says, Oh yay, the fire got on our arrows. Yeah. (laughs) For the ice room, I wasn't necessarily picturing a cavern. I was picturing more like the Greek countryside, but like when it has been frozen. Like in the movie, there's that great shot where he freezes the horses in place. Right. And I think that would be cool to see, like, an, an, an not an animatronic because they're frozen, but, like, the horse, like, the physical horses mm-hmm. frozen, you know, yeah. encased in ice. Yeah, yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah, I think that'd be super cool. I'm, way, like, when I think Ice Cavern, I'm, like, Legend of Zelda, ice, fire arrows, and stuff like that. <laughs> you gotta get the iron boots, guys, but no. <laughs> it's dangerous to go alone. <laughs> yes, it Take is. Hercules. <laughs> yeah, I think the fire arrows is a really clean solution to that. Mm-hmm. How do we defeat the big stony man? I was kind of thinking that we were not necessarily the ones who are doing the big heavy lifting. It's more like we are assisting Hercules. So maybe Hercules would ha- be like fighting that guy and be like, while I'm doing that, help the townspeople escape or something like that. We could also, I, I do like that. We could also go along with the idea that our arrows get imbibed with the element that we just killed and get ice arrows and make the rock guy slip and fall so that Hercules can crush him. <laughs> that too. <laughs> That's fun. I'm curious as to how we explain that. So I think it is important for us to hone in on whether or not we are the ones killing the like or defeating the Titans or if we are sort of side adventurers, maybe until the wind guy. I think it's important that we do some of the heavy lifting on the wind, the last. element. Yeah. So I had kind of been thinking like Hercules is the one. The whole thing is Hercules is fighting the Titans, but he can't do it alone. We just need to go assist him. And we're doing, he's kind of doing, like I said, the heavy lifting of each of these and then telling us how to help. And then on the final wind guy, that could be like, oh, even though I'm like the strongest guy in the world, I need your help to actually, you know, swing him around. So that's something like if we're thinking about doing the 
it could be with with the fire guy. So we were talking about maybe we're we're trying to break a dam. Uh, while Hercules is actually doing the punch up. So I think it's right. fun stuff like that. If we put the ice guy inside of like a, fro- a temple that he froze and, you know, there could still be like horses and chariots and all that stuff that's been frozen. But we if we put him inside a temple that we froze, there could be ice stalactites like big giant icicles hanging down. And instead of shooting at him, we're shooting at those. And so they fall on him. Um, so that way we're always, while Hercules is, you know, punching and doing the actual fighting against the Titans, we're doing the, the smaller thing that can help defeat them. Right. So I think in that way, that kind of does the best of both worlds, where it's still Hercules, he's still amazing and doing his strong heroic feats, but we're doing the small, more skilled stuff. And that's also fun because instead of like, oh, the target that you have to shoot at is the size of the room. <laughs> right, right. Um, it's like small targets where it's like, oh, I can get that and that, you know. Right. And that does put us back to the rock monster going along sort of with what I was talking about earlier, doing something to put like shoot or herd under his feet so that he slips and falls, I yeah. think is a good mm-hmm. clean solution mm-hmm. to that. Like we're just like yeah. knocking boulders down or whatever. Yeah. Like, the side of a mountain and, so that he'll step on him and slip on him like a banana peel. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> I'd like that exactly to be honest. Yeah. I do too. I was just picturing a banana peel being the actual thing instead of ice, and that made me laugh. Yeah. We have banana arrows now. <laughs> Everyone, eat a banana, banana quick arrows. and throw the peel. <laughs> the fruit budget for this ride is astronomical. <laughs> no, I, I think that's really cool. And in between all these sections, obviously, we're taking the roller coaster as like deeper into the heart of Greece. Yeah, I was thinking the town, isn't it Thebes in yeah. the, in the yeah, movie? It's Thebes, yeah, Thebes. I, I would be cool to be in Thebes when this is happening. Agreed. Yeah, and the, the, what's nice about like the dam idea is dams tend to be on the outskirts, right? So you go outskirts into the outer temples for the Ice Titan, into like the main city for the Rock Titan, and we're knocking stuff down for him to, to slip and fall in the main city. And then we can kind of rush back out. The wind can take us to wherever the Tornado Titan is. Right. And then fight him out there. We get like a full cityscape. We get a lot of chance to stop and absorb scenery. Yeah, yeah I think that's great. I want to talk about yes, the queue for a second. So we're mm-hmm. in the queue. I think the movie gives us a perfect place because we're, we're training with Philatides. We see Philatides like home, his almost headquarters in the movie. And it's that really cool, like cavernous room with all of the artifacts from different heroes that he's trained. Watch it. That's the mask from the Argo, <laughs> the mask from the Argo. Yeah. I think that's a really cool cue right there. Yeah. Uh, and there could be interactive fun stuff that Disney likes to do with, old artifacts from heroes and yeah well and i think it would be cool too to be in that room the way i'm visioning it would work is the walls are fake to make it look like this room is just like endless and then you're actually standing amongst some artifacts but then you could have opportunity to actually have an animation of phil on the walls looking like he's walking around and he could be like just pointing at random stuff and being like oh this is from the such and such oh and over here and then you can walk to the other side of the room and be like this is from this just to keep you entertained while you're standing there yeah yeah and maybe like uh, Pegasus is doing a thing. He's kind of yeah. ca- he's accidentally <laughs> breaking things, and yeah, yeah. There's a little game there. 
I need to jump in real quick and stump for the end of the ride. Yes. Where we definitely have pain and panic wearing Hercules shoes going, I'm wearing his merchandise <laughs> as we lead into our Hercules themed gift shop. Yes. Oh, that's actually yes. great. Something else. I think the end of the ride uh, is a perfect place because we haven't talked about really how we want to incorporate music. Right. But the end of the movie ends with a star is born, which is this huge, amazing, uh, like operatic, almost a climatic song that's all about like Hercules becoming a hero, and we've all become heroes. So I think that's a really fun opportunity to. So end when it with I that. had pictured this, I had kind of envisioned that when we go to help Hercules, maybe Phil gets left behind at the training. He's like, "Go help Hercules," and we leave. Or he just helps us with the first one, and then we move to the next room, and maybe Meg helps us with the second one, or different characters. But at the end, you would have a finale scene where a star is born, and all the townspeople are standing around thanking us and clapping, and we see all the characters. Hercules comes back and is like, thanks for your help. You guys are true heroes, or something like that. Yeah. And, that and then we get the news that Jackson Maine has killed himself, and we're really bummed out before we leave the ride. And then we play that Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper shallow Wrong, song. a star is born, Tanner. <laughs> the r- wrong, wrong star is born. Good Tell lord, man. Boy. <laughs> that took me a while to figure out what the yeah. hell you were talking about. I was like, whoa, this got dark. And then <laughs> people yell at me for doing the, the sex jokes, but Jesus Christ, Tanner. I mean, hey, that was the title of the movie. I got confused. No, I, I know. I get it now. <laughs> <laughs> well, Everyone's I think favorite Hercules character, Jackson May. Jackson May. <laughs> I was like, is he an actor? I don't know him. <laughs> yeah. So I think we. So yeah, the Star is Born is a really a necessary musical component to this. Yeah. Let me pitch a metal instrumental version of Go the Distance while we're on the roller coaster section. Well, I was thinking we would just use the Michael Bolton version. Get the fuck out of my house. Uh, we do a small world style where all the children of the world sing I Can Go the Distance in a different genre. Um, in a different language. I think Zero to Hero would probably be better for the fighting. Yeah. Yeah, it's more upbeat. Yeah. Go the Distance is a great song, but it's not uh, It's not roller coaster material. That's why I'm like, we need to up the tempo by three times and make it electric guitars. So probably a different song. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So we need to change the song entirely. (laughs) I think that's a good sign that it's not the right song. (laughs) So we have our remote device that allows us to point and shoot throughout. It also allows us to spin the giant tornado guy at the end. What else do we need to flesh out? I'm pretty happy with it. I'm going to be honest. I think we hit all the main points. Without getting into, like, the technical stuff. All right, so, Eric, how, are you happy with this idea? I know I am happy with this idea. Yeah, actually, I think it, I think it's great, and I think it's worthy of my favorite movie, and I think it's uh, a really good amalgamation of uh, the ideas that were put forward, and thank you guys for being flexible with our vote tie, and yeah. I, think, I think we're ready to move on to the lightning round. Yeah, let's do it. All right. It's the lightning round. 
All right, let me spin the wheel. Of I can't light. believe we missed a Zeus pun on our Hercules episode. I take back everything. We did not do our favorite movie justice. <laughs> <laughs> There's still time. There's still time. We haven't done the lightning round yet. Yeah, would you like to make a pun? I'm going to spin the wheel of lightning. Tanner, say something. Okay, go right on, Zeus. Hey, oh. Worth it. That was worth it. I'm glad that we made such a big deal. So now we have another retheme. Uh, we need to retheme the many adventures of Winnie the Pooh. Oh God! Um, so just to establish, is Winnie is that a track list? I can't remember. No, no. It is a tracked dark ride. If it's the one in Disney World and, and Land. Yeah, yeah, and you're just going through and you're looking at scenes from Winnie. The yeah, Pooh. you see like the right. Heffalumps and weasels and stuff. It's heffalumps and woozles. But anyway, we are retheming The Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh to be National Treasure. (laughs) 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 So uh, let's take it away. (laughs) Okay, it's going to be Brock first today. Oh, good. Thanks. All right. Let me, uh, sorry, let me get the timer out. And that is 30 seconds, Brock. Yes, I know. Thank you. So we join uh, Ben Gates, uh, Riley Poole, and uh, Abigail, you know, the whole gang, uh, on our trip through uh, the treasure catacombs. So they have devised a vehicle that we can use to explore thoroughly because of the uh, scary and decrepit nature of the uh, catacombs where the treasure was found. And so we are exploring the treasure and things go badly or better. Good. They go well. They go well. Everything's good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Exploring the treasure room. Basically, Who's that pitch was sold on the idea that I knew most of some of their names. <laughs> See, I'm just I'm just going to straight up say Nicolas Cage and leave it yeah. at that. <laughs> Jake, when that's all I have, I have to live in it. <laughs> all right, Jake. Let's, oh, let's it's go. Me? Yeah. Okay, so in my ride, we're going to be riding through um, many of the various places from the film where they find clues, um, such as the Declaration of Independence room. And we're going to have a little, um, like, a device uh, that you can look through, and it will reveal clues hidden throughout the room, and you can keep track of them yourself. And it's kind of become a clue-finding game. Um, And as you go on, you find more clues, and you can build a point somehow, um, kind of like Buzz Lightyear. And uh, then at the end, you find the treasure. Okay. Tanner. <sighs> All right. So in this ride, we will be, it's going to be called Nicolas Cage and the quest for <laughs> the third movie where producers <laughs> go in and they try to convince Nicolas Cage in his home. It's, he's just Nicolas Cage in this movie and they keep bringing him different uh, rough drafts of a script for a third national treasure movie, pitching him all these new things that he could steal in these movies. And he says, OK, I'm kind of bad at managing money, so I guess I'll do it at the end. And that's the end. <laughs> Love it. I no, have nothing. <laughs> Eric is in that coveted last person spot. I actually feel pretty good being in last. I actually got a chance to think of something I might <laughs> be fine with. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> Anyways, 
All right, so we are doing a dark ride of the Muppets do national treasure. Oh no, the Liberty Bell's been stolen, and Gonzo and the gang have to lead us to where it's being hidden. Hijinks ensue. There's oh, Kermit the, the Frog up. and stuff. All right, I'm going to stop this 10 seconds bro, early. You can't just throw the Muppets in. <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> if we could just it's throw the Muppets treasure. in, the lightning round would be basically just pitch a Muppet version of this ride. Whatever, I cut myself off 10 seconds short. <laughs> fuck off. Uh, you didn't do the pitch, <laughs> Make sure the Twitter poll reflects that there were three people who tried. <laughs> Eric said, okay, so basically I can't list one thing that happens in National Treasure, so I'm going to say, you know the movie, the Muppets do the movie. You guys know it. I mean, in my defense, I've never seen any of the National Treasure movies. Um, and I'm not going to look that shit up just for a lightning round. <laughs> Honestly, I'd recommend the first one. It's fun. Yeah, the, I, I enjoy the first one a lot. The second one you don't need to see, but I enjoy the first one. I'm just going to put Muppets as the fourth vote. <laughs> put Muppets with a question mark. Muppets, but not the pl- also even doing the plot of what the movie is. <laughs> yeah, yeah someone the stole the thing. Liberty Bell. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, when I pitch uh, my idea for another park, the whole thing is just going to be Muppets. It's just going to be Magic Kingdom, but rethemed to Muppets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and also National Treasure. I don't. Like, yeah, I don't understand what. Why I got so much hate from that. <laughs> You said, well, I'm glad I went last, so... We're giving Eric a lot of guff, but Tanner pitched the actor Nicolas Cage yeah, does, for is real. being pitched and a I'm movie. the one that gets all the sh- it's because you went last, Eric. Yes, we can, we can now because, make fun of Tanner. It's because, in my defense, I didn't say... Okay, I think I came up with something I can be kind of proud of before I did it. I knew I was spewing shit. I said wood ride. <laughs> I said I, I knew I was spewing shit, and I just spewed my shit all over. <laughs> it might at least reference something that happened in the movie. <laughs> I've never seen the movie. <laughs> <laughs> you stolen Jake's pitch, but said it was just the Muppets doing it. <laughs> yeah, I stand by it. All right, I stand by that. That is at least the most writable version of anything anybody pitched today for the lightning round. That is the only one that people would actually go on. <laughs> Oh, man, this has gone totally off the rails. Brock, take us out of here. Yeah. Oh, no, guys. Someone stole our social medias, and Nicolas Cage needs our help getting them back. Jake, do you have our Facebook? I was really hoping for a Hercules theme, but I guess we'll just do a Nicolas Cage theme. Yes, our Facebook is facebook.com slash Main Street Musings. Tanner, follow the clues and find our Instagram. I found our Instagram, main underscore street underscore musings. Eric, my God, you've solved it. There's our Twitter. At MSM underscore podcast. 
And I'm Brock. But the real national treasure were the five-star reviews you left us along the way. <laughs> tell your friends. <laughs> tell them get them to listen. Yeah. 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 I yeah. think this is and a good episode. Sorry I went national treasure at the end. <laughs> yeah, that was unexpected. I thought we were going to be having a nice Hercules time, but no, the, the wheel of lightning had to ruin everything. <laughs> well, I will officially say I think this is the first failure of a lightning. <laughs> it was a duck. I, I think Rock and I had okay. <laughs>